Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing our thoughts and opinions of a royal runaway romance from the Hallmark Channel, part of their Spring Into Love series. Before we get to that, I'd like to invite each and every one of you to join our exclusive, wonderful Facebook group just for Hallmark fans. It's called Girls Gone Hallmark. Mm-hmm. We welcome you all there. There was a link in our show notes, or you can search for it on Facebook. I am loving the interaction we're getting in there. I know. Me too. There's some super fans in there with like a lot of inside information. Yes. I love it. Indeed. Agree. So hop on over and join us over there. Let's talk about a royal runaway romance. Would you like to start us off with a synopsis? Sure. Princess Amelia of Bunbury Mm -hmm. travels across America to explore a budding romance with an artist only to fall in love with her bodyguard, Grady. I have Amelia and Grady written in big, bold letters across the top of my page because I will never remember anybody. I know. I, yeah, agree. Except I remember Wes, the artist, because she said Wes a million times in this movie. Indeed. So let's talk about some news and notes about this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to admit my list is a little bit light. Mine too. Not a ton of content out there about this movie. Sometimes that tells us things about these movies. That they're not very good. (laughs) Um, But of course it was filmed in Vancouver Mm -hmm. in February. Uh, I have a shooting began January 31st and wrapped February 21st. Four weeks. Oh, that's a long shooting schedule for I a know, Hallmark movie. Kind of. I thought so, too. And it was cold. We know that because the actors told us, and we know it because we can see their breath in many, many scenes. I, you know what? I didn't even notice. There's a scene where they're standing outside talking with the B&B owners, and all four of them, you can see their breath as they're chatting. Their chins are chattering. <laughs> yeah, and Amelia is in, like, a spring dress. And oh, like, oh, she's cold. Oh, that's funny. Funny, She's funny, funny. Gold. Wrap that crocheted blanket around your shoulders. I mean, this movie is notable for being okay. The stars. She's Amelia. Her name is Philippa. Philippa. I'm I'm a terrible enunciator of all things. So Philippa Northeast. That's an interesting name. Anyway, this is her first Hallmark movie. Yeah. I actually thought she was real cute. She's Australian. I th- I, I enjoyed her as an, a new face. Oh, totally. I would welcome her back. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a decent actress. Yeah, and then we get Brant Daughtry, who we know from The Baker's Son on Hallmark, but I think he's probably most well-known from his role on Pretty Little Liars. Oh, really? I don't remember him being on... I only watched, like, the first two seasons he of that show. He played Noel, and he was in 27 episodes of that show. No, mm. I've never seen beyond the first two or three episodes. But... He looks like... Is it Matt... He, we talked about this in, when we reviewed The Baker's Son. Oh, Matt... Matt Bomber. Yeah, yeah he does. They, he looks like Matt Bomber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm A strong jawline. Yeah. What do you think about him as an actor? I think he's real cute. I think he is not top five Hallmark dude for me. I think he could crack that, though. I find him charming and sweet. I found his tweets very amusing. We'll get to that later. And knowing someone, in quotation marks, knowing them outside of a movie Mm -hmm. always elevates them. Mm -hmm. Or I guess it depends on 
how much I enjoy them, but yeah. enjoying them outside of their movies elevates their performance in the movie for got me. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. That's all I have for news and notes. I don't have anything else. Well, you did get the answer to your question that you posed in the Spring Into Love preview episode, which is still available on our channel, which is where the heck is Bunbury? I asked that in that. Yes. <laughs> and I said, it's a fake place. And you said, I know. But where is it? Oh, yeah. But did they ever say like, we know that it's in Europe because when they are okay. in the barn dance. <laughs> Uh-huh. And she is recognized. They go, isn't that that princess from that country in Europe? From that country in Europe? <laughs> I think they say from somewhere in Europe, but they do say Europe. So that is one mystery solved. I would never recognize any royal person ever. Other than Meghan Markle? Maybe. Oh, well, I watched every episode of Suits, so I'd recognize Meghan Markle. As an actress, I think, but not as, like, a princess. Imagine you're at, like, let's say, Disneyland. I think she's very recognizable. I would recognize her. I would recognize... Without an entourage. I would recognize her. She was just there with, like, her two kids pushing a stroller. recognize Princess Kate as well. Really? Yeah. Are you not into the royals? I am 0% into would the royals. Would I recognize a Swedish royal? No. Just the... English one? I what would are recognize Kate and Megan. Yeah, I would. And Harry. And I think Will could easily blend into the background in his dad jeans. <laughs> it's, it's so fascinating to me, like, why Americans are so interested in, like, royalty stories. And, right. Yeah, I just don't. It's, maybe it does we have royals. It does nothing for me, though. Like, I don't. But maybe, like, I was never that kid that, like, dreamed about my wedding and, like, played fairy tale stuff like I, maybe it just is another thing yeah i don't know maybe mm-hmm. what was your first impression of this movie my first impression of royal runaway romance was that the movie poster told me that this one was going to be bad and it was oh huh i will leave a photo of it in our show notes i just thought that it was bad the movie poster was bad. It was very telltale. And the movie lived up to that lack of expectation for you. <laughs> yes. I said, this is the hallmark we've been missing and not in a good way. <laughs> and I think you know what I mean. And we'll explore it a little bit more. Okay. All right. All right. Good. There were plenty of things I liked about this movie. Oh, tell me. Well, look, I liked the Mustang. I thought it was a fun set piece. And fun fact, mm, that me. is the same Mustang driven by Tyler Hines as Luke in Roadhouse oh, Romance. Thank you. Another alliterative movie title. I liked that movie. I did, too. Yeah. I liked Lauren Elena quite mm-hmm. a bit as well. It's a cool car. I'm not really like a car person. Mm-hmm. I know lots of people are like, I drove a 65 Mustang. Yeah, I mean, for me, like the convertible, was it a convertible yeah. or no? Yeah. I mean, that's a Brandon Walsh car for totally. me. Totally. And I'm talking about Beverly Hills 90210 circa 30 freaking years ago. But yeah, yeah, that's that kind of. Yeah, this like baby blue Mustang was kind of cool. However, have you ever ridden in a convertible? That is a good question. Yes, I have. And my hair gets all crazy and knotted and out Oh, of for sure. Now that I think the top up is top is up in most of this movie but they're loud i would never choose a 65 mustang for a cross-country road trip because it is going to be loud the car is loud or the 
with the convertible down as loud. No, even with it up because you've got a soft top. There's no. Oh, so you're hearing like a road noise and yes, stuff, and oh. like the wind battering the car and all of that. Oh no, yeah. I, know. I like I like a really insulated driving experience. She likes a real roomy SUV with no sound from. It's outside. not even so much that I like the SUV, but I do. I don't want four days of. Oh God! Yeah, I hear you. No thanks. No thanks. And that car doesn't even have like a real radio in it. You know what I mean? Unless it's been like it probably has radio. That's what I'm talking about. Like you can't like <laughs> with a turn dial that you turn serious satellite radio on in it. There's you know no presets. I mean? No, you can't even like plug in your phone. Like there's no Bluetooth in there. There's to... no aux. Nothing. Correct. Zero. And they just have to talk to each other the entire time. Although they do dance at some point, so there must be some music. Mm. They dance very badly, but oh, I see. I didn't. I didn't. <gasps> Listen, no, I watched this. That she basically cabbage patches. It's very bad. Like this. Like in the car. In the car, she did it. Like seat dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, oh, it funny. Was bad. Okay, that's funny. Are we on to the liked part? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, the scene where they stop at the Nevada diner. Uh huh. I only liked it because it was reminiscent of when we drove to Las Vegas. As soon as you said that, I just remembered that. We stopped at a random roadside diner, too, and, like, it gave me the same feels. It was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We had apple pie. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was windy and hot. It Very windy. Yeah. If we can locate that picture, we'll drop it in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it, that made me laugh when they stopped there. That's funny. I didn't recall that moment watching the movie but the second you said it (laughs) i can i can i remember everything about that yes so on the road trip of many green screens what i liked were all of the both physical and digital state sign transitions oh yeah that was cute Mm -hmm. i thought that was a really cute addition Um, my family has been known to take a road trip or two and whenever possible, my husband really loves to pull over and take photos at those. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes it's very hard to do. I always feel like this is not allowed. I always am afraid we're going to get in trouble, but certainly that's a thing people do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're not in a good location, so you can't get to them. No, because the one from California to Arizona is like not a place that you can pull Uh, over and take a picture. Yeah. It's like on a crossing bridge or yeah. something. So sometimes it doesn't work, but we've taken a picture in front of many of those. I just, I, I liked that. I liked that detail. Well done. That's very cute. I um, enjoyed when they were at the county fair. I thought it was really sweet. It made me wish we had like things like that where we live. Like we have county fairs, guys, but it's not like the sweet little town county fair yeah it's enormous and expensive and you're waiting in line for 45 minutes and for a bad barbecue people there. yeah yeah agree i would like a small little city county fair. yeah a little city county fair with like a little band and like yeah like it would just be so cute yeah do i need to move to a small town look let's do it okay Come on. All right. I, you know, we're going to say it, guys. I love BJ Harrison. Thrilled to see her in two movies this month. We most recently saw her in Second Chance at Love as Mima. We get her again as Rosemary. She's just this voice of reason, kind, warm spot in the movie. She was very sweet to Amelia. Kind of almost the maternal figure that Amelia doesn't have. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
I just, I'm always happy to see her on screen. I mean, I think she says yes to everything, right? Sure. She's like, you want me to work for a day? Okay. I wonder if like the money is worth it. Because if she has to go to Vancouver, do they stop to like isolate when they get there? I don't know, but they're getting paid. They're not like they're getting flown there. It's not like she's flying to Vancouver on her own dime. I get it, but it's just like a lot. Like I'm going to work for one day, but I got to travel to Vancouver and then I got to do this and it's got to be worth it. Sure. Not like a stipend, like a $300 stipend. Uh, Sure. It has to be worth it. I would imagine they're making it worth her time. Put BJ Harrison in a lead role. Give her a starring role. Justice for BJ. Yes. (laughs) I like the uncle, Andreas Bell. Uh I thought he was supportive and fun. He was played by Vincent Gale, who has like a real deep resume, but like nothing I'm familiar with. Yeah, he was not familiar to me at all. No. But I enjoyed him also. I liked him. He was like, yeah, get her out of here. I don't know. It was just cute. Like, he's like, you could take this car. Yes, he was the nice foil to her queen mother. Mm -hmm. And I liked their relationship. Me too. I thought the artist, Wes, was kind of cute. Oh. And... I it was really kind of interesting to me how like they connected or did they actually kiss at one point? I think they did. Like super early on. I think so. He's played by Andre Anthony and I thought he looked really familiar but like he has like a handful of like TV movies and yeah. stuff but nothing I've seen. So he was in like a couple episodes of Riverdale but I haven't watched that many so it wouldn't have been from there. I meant to mention this, you mentioning Wes's resume. Did you know Brant Daughtry is also a writer? He and his wife wrote a Christmas movie, Christmas, which was a 2019 Hallmark movie. That was pre-Girls Gone Hallmark, so no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so his wife's name is Kimberly Daughtry. They do have a son. And Brant and Kimberly both star in that movie oh, as well. Oh, interesting. So that is an out-of-place news and note. I'm sorry. I just it didn't make my list, but it was in my head. Mm, interesting. And his um, Twitter bio says that he is a soon-to-be director. Oh, of a Hallmark movie, you think? I, or... would, I would imagine. Uh. Keep it in the family. Mm, okay. Okay. Hey, what did you wish for? Less car scenes. The green screen is so bad. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, you know, they had some great filming locations. They managed to take all of these places in Vancouver and they made it look like they were on a ranch. They made it look like they were in a small town. They made it look like they're, you know, in all of these places. Mm -hmm. And yet... So spend more time there. I don't really need all of the in-car interactions. All of those conversations could have happened in a diner, could have happened at a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. I find the green screen flying by the windows to be very distracting. Yeah. You're on a soundstage and you got a digital window. I... (laughs) Boo. Boo. Uh, I want to add a note from our Facebook group. Michael says that he thought the very mountainous depiction of Nebraska was laughable. Oh, is Nebraska flat? Nebraska is flat. Yeah. Good to know. I've never been there. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The Great Plains of Nebraska. Do they get a lot of tornadoes whipping through those plains? Uh, That I don't know. I don't know either. That I don't know. I wished... Wes starts out as this dreamy artist Mm -hmm. who Amelia is falling for. Mm -hmm. And then he leaves and goes home. And it is a very sharp 180 from Wes, the sweet, dreamy artist, to 
Wes, the play kind of a dick. <laughs> I thought so too. And I thought they needed to ramp up to that a little bit because we know that Wes is not the end game in this movie. We know that it's Grady, but the second she calls Wes, when she's in the car with Grady, even before that, when she's headed to California and basically he's like, yeah, I can't make it work now. Not that I, on a very practical level, don't understand that someone who's an artist who has a show in a week probably can't fly out to California. Mm -hmm. This is a Hallmark movie. I can suspend my disbelief on many things. I needed him to give a little bit more. I did not need me to immediately start rooting against Wes. I wanted a little bit more attention in the, is it Wes or is it Grady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I know it's Grady. Sure. So give me some tension. Yeah. Make me wonder, maybe she should be with Wes. Yeah, yeah. And there was none of that. You know, I just thought it was funny. The casting of Wes is, like, I get the whole movie, but I would think, like, somebody who was hired to paint this, like, royal portrait is... Would be older? Yeah. <laughs> like, a more established, mm-hmm. like, somebody who does all those. Yeah. I don't know. Agree. But that's hard to then create a... Uh, uh, yeah. Love triangle. Unless she's falling for some dude that's, like, 30 years her senior, you know? Right. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I I have a question. Sure. Who really drives from L.A. to Chicago? It was a long drive. So the internet tells me it'd be like four to five days. To me, that feels like that's like a 10-day trip. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Could you do it? You do road trips with your family like this, but... We've driven... We've taken a number of road trips, but we've taken a couple that were like 2,000 miles mm-hmm. of driving. But that's over a 10 to 14-day period. Where there's multiple stops and multiple things to do along the way. Would I just, if my destination were Chicago, I would get on an airplane. Right. But it, that, that's what, like, fr- like frustrates me. It's like, oh, let me hold on to your passports because you're a child and I can't, yeah. you know, um, trust you with your passport. So that is what I didn't like, is that they do make Amelia very childlike in this movie. And... I think that a royal would have a lot of education in the ways the world is in other places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if Will and Kate are going to go on a tour of America, they're going to be very well educated of what life is like. They're not going to make them look like the bumbling bumpkins from another country who are like, breakfast all day? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, you're telling me they don't have breakfast all day, like, in Europe? I'm sure they do. I mean, there's one thing to enjoy and be charmed by a place Uh and another thing to be completely shocked you've never heard of a s'more yeah have you ever are you not a reader of books or a watcher of television yeah it it just seems like she would have more knowledge than this i agree don't make her such a dummy yeah exactly i'm gonna say something maybe controversial oh i can't wait i thought brady was kind of a dud Oh, no. I mean, he's super handsome, but he wasn't, like, super dynamic. Interesting. I'm going to go camping. Boring. You know, that's so funny. I knew your opinion of this movie before I watched it. I, as I said in my first impression, this is the Hallmark movie we've been missing. And what I mean by that is, I think this year we have gotten a leveled up. Hallmark experience. We've gotten a number of movies that are better than I've expected. Yes, them to be. I agree. And I've been very happy with that. This movie feels like standard Hallmark. Yeah. It was neither great 
but not terrible. And I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I have watched many Hallmark movies that I found were painful to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait for them to be over. <laughs> I didn't feel like that with this movie. I, I agree. It, I mean, I think I'm trying to make it out as it being one of those painful movies. It wasn't. I wasn't swooning for their romance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't creating a t-shirt design based on some hashtag I've made up for these two. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's standard Hallmark, decent, fair, okay. not Hallmark 2.0. Got it. That's what I thought about this. For Did You See That? Yeah. I found myself lacking in the funny takes. Oh, interesting. You have a lot. I just have some notes, and I have a few notes from the Facebook group, too. Okay. I'm just going to tell you what I did, and then I want to hear your notes. I went to Twitter, mm-hmm. and I have some tweet insight, but I want to hear your notes first. So I, it's not that I have nothing to say here. Okay. I just took a little bit of a departure. Okay. Well, first up, I'm going to share a note from Michelle from the Facebook group. And she said, how did she have all the right clothes packed for this road trip? Right. So this is funny that you say that. I read that tweet before I watched the movie. Mm -hmm. And then here she is in the perfect horseback riding outfit. You're telling me the princess packed jeans? Yeah. She had a duffel bag when she was trying to (laughs) steal that SUV or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, that would have been enough room for pajamas and like some hair products. Like I... Not enough clothes to give away. No, no, no. And like, she had a jacket on that Mm. night that they were sent by the fire. Oh, see, this isn't going to resonate with you, but she wears that a couple of times. She wears like an olive green jacket with Mm -hmm. them. And when she goes back to Grady at the end, Mm -hmm. she's wearing like a white t-shirt, olive green jacket, jeans. That's very much uh, Duchess Kate casual. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Another note from the group. This is from Rena. She asks, how did she think she was going to get all the way to Chicago with no money? (laughs) Yeah, even like you need gas. She's going to steal that SUV and have like no money for gas. Yeah, this again goes back to her not kind of being a bumbling idiot. Did she have a phone? That you, she does have a phone because she ignores her mother's phone call. Oh, that's right. Okay. So she's just going to use that for GPS. She's just going to Apple pay her way to the, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. She's going to use Apple pay in the little Nevada diner. (laughs) They're going to be like, no, yeah, (laughs) cash only. There was a scene where the queen is outside and she invites Amelia to come out. Yes. And, Somebody's holding an umbrella over the queen and the little table for uh-huh. tea because it's raining. But there's like a overhead, like an overhang that they could be sitting under. Yes. Why? But then Amelia sits down and there's no umbrella for yeah, Amelia. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, so I was trying to think, I was like, is that guy holding an umbrella big enough to, like, cover the... Is it a Tommy Bahama, like, beach <laughs> umbrella? To, and it's not because it pulls back and you can see the umbrella is only over the queen. Yeah. Uh, why would she choose to have tea in the rain? And she even says, like, thanks for coming out in the rain. Why didn't they shoot that scene underneath the thing? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Is it supposed to drive home how regal she is? Like, she has her own umbrella holder? I, I don't know. So stupid stupid yeah hold on oh okay so when they're in that nevada 
diner. Yeah. The server was like talking and Amelia thought it was so funny that she would say y'all and fixins. But that's Nevada. People don't talk like that in Nevada. Yeah, that's a good point. It, that's like a southern state thing, like a Georgia, Nashville. Yeah. Wes, or, uh, Grady's like, yeah, what did she say? All the extras or all the... Oh, yeah. What was it? Add-ons. Add-ons, yeah. And he's like, we don't call them add-ons. We call them fixins. And I was like, no, but we don't. But we don't call them fixins. I've never used that word here. Maybe, like, if we were in jest barbecue, <laughs> like, oh, get, get you some... Never. Condiments. Yeah, right? Get some... We call everything ketchup. And then lastly... um, you know, Grady is hired basically as her bodyguard. Right. Right. And then when they get to Chicago, he's like, peace. Like she's on her own. Apparently. Yes, I agree. He hands her off to Wes and apparently Wes is in charge now. Dumb. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to start with some tweets. The first is a Brant Daughtry tweet in which he has, Hallmark has shared a teaser of this movie. And one of the scenes in the teaser is shirtless Wes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, shirtless Grady. Mm-hmm. And Brant Daughtry says, I worked really hard to get ready for this shirtless scene, and that means you're required to watch the movie this Saturday. I don't make the rules. I thought that was funny. Do you, I don't, that's a completely unremarkable scene to me. I don't even remember him without a shirt. He's brushing his teeth, and she walks in and goes, Oh, and then no. the next scene, she's like, Nice shirt. He goes, Looks even better on. And any other channel other than Hallmark would have taken that joke to the next level. Mm. Hunks of Hallmark tweeted, Who needs Wes when Grady's around? And Tulsa Baby responded, Well, Brant Daughtry's kissing scene didn't disappoint. He always looks like he's really into it. Waiting for the sequel, seeing the rest of US via Tulsa, then off to being king. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that would be interesting via Tulsa come on that's funny he wouldn't be accepted because he was an American and and his fixins here's a tweet that I don't agree with this is from fly easy and free only 15 minutes left and I think a royal runaway romance just I just said a royal runaway romance (laughs) (laughs) I think a royal runaway romance just secured itself in my top spot of Hallmark Channel's 2022 movies. No. No. Have you watched any of the others? Yeah. Again, I don't think it was bad, but it doesn't top compete. Top spot? Not no. even top three. I'm so Get sorry. out of here. One final tweet. Hallmark Blist tweets, and he knows how to ride a horse. Amelia married his man now, to which Brant Daughtry himself replies, my horse is apparently super famous. He's in the new Jurassic Park movie. I tried to get his autograph, but I made it weird. I don't think he's very funny. I do. <laughs> Those are some serious dad jokes, dude. No, thank you. I love a dad joke. I, he, he, uh, he's not doing it for me. Those tweets really just put it over the top for me, too. <laughs> Dud city. Uh, Sorry. I am very afraid for this next part. Okay. Time to rate this movie. Mm -hmm. Are we doing it? I love it when we do it together now. Three, (laughs) two, one, (laughs) three stars. stars. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Three stars? Yeah. Woof. No, guys. (laughs) You got to tell us. Email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com or jump into the Facebook group and tell us what how many stars would you give this movie? This is another two-episode Hallmark movie week, so be sure to come back tomorrow for Curious Caterer Dying for Chocolate. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. Before you go, take a minute and leave a five-star rating and review of our podcast so other Hallmark fans can find us. See you tomorrow.
Bye. Bye.